What's up, everybody? This is Culture Court. What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords, and I'm Merlin. Tonight, we'll be talking with the upcoming artist and filmmaker, Vincent Young. So, Vincent, why don't you tell us, who is Vincent Young? Yeah, um, I'm a film, uh, film producer and music producer, and um, currently studying for a Master of Science in uh, Business Marketing right now at Arizona, University of Arizona. So, um, we're doing both right now. This year's been worked on a film project that's going to release soon and then a new album. So yeah, that's like a little background of myself. Okay. I mean, that's a good background already, but um, before we talk about your music, why don't you tell me more about yourself? Like, are you from Arizona right now or? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'm in Arizona right now, but I'm from Thousand Oaks, California. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So born and raised and then just came here for college. This is my fifth year out here. Nice. Um, graduated undergrad last year and then now, um, do the masters until May, and then I'll move back to LA. Whoa. Try to get closer, closer to my family, and I'll start working out there. Nice. Okay. Well, I mean, late congratulations and early congratulations then, since you just graduated and you're about to. But um, you no, know, no problem. But um, I just wanted to ask. So, going to Arizona, being from California, like, what kind of made you think about going into music or even film? Yeah, well, um, I started off playing piano. My, my parents got me into it. Yeah. We have been doing recitals, so I uh, sort of learned, fell in love with the, learning the theory of music at first. And then um, around 10th grade, I started working at, um, it was called 118 West Studios in Simi uh, Valley as an audio engineer. Okay. And so like, that's how I sort of got into producing. I sort of... Uh, started learning how to make some master and I'll um, work on some analog tracks, digital tracks, stuff like that. And then um, I think around 11th or 12th grade was when I really started, you know, piling up like throwaway beats that I wouldn't sell. So yeah. just hopped on it myself. And then that's sort of what got me going to where I am right now. So, I mean, like from that whole journey, like from piano, rapping, like, what made you not go into like you're just talking about beats, but what made you not go into like becoming a producer instead of a rapper? Yeah, so I, I was already doing that, and then um, the rapping was kind of on the side. Uh, wasn't really like planning on releasing any like back back in the day. Yeah. And then um, I have this this friend, like a bunch of friends who were in the industry already, who were like, "Oh, like you should drop some of the stuff, you know, you uh, like put a little bit more work into some of these songs, you could really like make it happen." And then it's that's kind of what snowballed into. Okay. okay. I mean, at that time when you were just getting started, when you were just like figuring out more of your style and your sound, like who were some artists that kind of helped shape you? Uh, I don't really have one. I'm not going to lie. I, I knew you were going to ask that question and some question like that. They always do. But yeah. um, I, I still have to, I still have yet to, you know, find out for myself. Okay. I, I don't really have a um, comparison. Uh, I sort of just the, the the sort of identity I try to lock myself into each song I have is um, the personality of what I thought of when I was making the beat. Mm -hmm. So it changes from song to song. I don't really have um, an artist or even a producer that I really model my game off of, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm trying to work on that, but as of now, I yeah, I don't really have that. Well, I mean, um, when you were, well, I guess another way to phrase this is would be like, um, 
who are some artists that you just kind of listen to in the regular before you even started making music? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of Tory Wraiths. I think the style yeah. is probably, would be the most, um, I guess, similar. And then, um, Drake, obviously, you want to, you want to try to, um, aim for the, like, aim to be like the best, right? So straight, um, Travis R. And then, um, that's four, uh, pretty hard. I want to put like Salvin Harris up there. I think what he does with his vocals and like oh. the, the range he has is, um, yeah, I really like it. And obviously his father, everything, Justin Bieber as well is, um, someone I really look up, uh, respect as an artist and musician. So, okay. That's interesting that you say that just because, so I was listening to songs like, um, well, the ones that stood out to me were Kid from Thousand Oaks, Flavor, and Walking Champion. Was it Champion or Champion? Walking Championship, yeah. There we go. So, and it's like what you said earlier. Um, each song kind of resembles like what you're feeling. Like it's a different beat throughout each song. But like artists that I kind of just got stuck to right away was, oh my God, I think it was Kid from thousand oaks and i just kind of thought of pobo johnson i don't know if you heard of him but it was like okay so this one i I don't know if he still makes music this was like a few years back but it was the type of flow that we were spinning in kid from thousand oaks then i was just like it kind of took me back like not that but it's just so chill it's kind of like your storytelling in a way and of course, like Walking Championship, I just feel like that's one of those like not just like a hype song. Well, I thought in my head, I thought of like, oh, this would be cool to like listen to the gym just because it's kind of like, oh, going to pump me up, things like that. Right? Yeah, right, right. So between those two songs, how did you create those? Because you have one that's kind of just sharing your story from Thousand Oaks, right? And then you go to Walking Championship. Yeah, so actually, uh, Pick Up Thousand Oaks was the first song I released. Um, that was the one, it was just, yeah, one day in my room, I was just thinking about my life. I, I was a junior, uh, no, 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 I was a, a, in the center of, from sophomore year of college to junior year of college. And, uh, that's when I wrote the lyrics. Um, the beat was a, a beat I already made. It was for, it, it wasn't even supposed to be for myself. I was supposed to sell it. Um, and, you know, I was just sitting in my vault for so long. I just decided to hop on it, uh, and I thought I thought the feeling of the beat, the instrumental gave me like the feeling of like the, the chillness and ten thousand notes, you know, not really it's like it's a beautiful city, but nothing really going on, you know? Yeah. You don't really hear about that city a lot. And uh it's just kinda like beauty in the mist. You're in the mist is what I like to call it. And so um yeah, that's sort of what I didn't really put too much other other than that. And then I wrote the lyrics, just thought about my life leading up to summer of twenty summer of twenty twenty one. And then And then what's it called? Like walking. So that was I wanna say one of your first please correct me if I'm wrong, but that was one of your first releases that I saw on Spotify. And then um uh, yeah. it is, right? It is, yeah. That, uh, about notes? Yes. First. Yes. Yeah, that was- that was the first one. Okay, so like building, what kind of were the steps for you, like building up that courage? Because you already had friends in the industry, like you were talking about. You were like gaining all these new skills. So what pushed you to actually release the song? Yeah, I think just, um, just I kind of knew I could do it, you know. And so just sitting on stuff like it, 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 like sitting on stuff for that long, um, that's not um, ideas like that have been in my head and stuff like that for so long. 
and working in the industry, I'd have some ideas for other people. Yeah. I was like, um, I just wanted to see if I, you know, invest from that myself. So, I mean, especially coming from Thousand Oaks, um, I'm not too familiar on what it's like growing up there. But you right now, you kind of re- represent like the Asian community, being an artist. Was was there people that you kind of admired that were also part of your culture? Or did that ever like, did that ever play a role while becoming a musician? Yeah, my uh, my parents, they, they're the ones who got me into music in the first place. Um, they're the ones taking me to lessons, you know, urging me every day, like uh, urging me to, you know, be, be the best I could be for recitals or um those uh they have they have tests they have like those tests every year that you take to move on in, in piano like piano a piano lesson the theory levels uh-huh. and so um i think that's what built the foundation i had a class i grew up uh, playing classical uh, piano so that sort of gave me like, that that theory foundation is i think um technically is what helped me out and then sort of gave me that confidence to further work in the industry um and to expand my horizon well, I just kind of wanted to touch on like with your piano, um, playing piano and playing classical. So would you say that helps you in where you are today, like with chords, with keys um, on your rapping style? Definitely. I think, yeah, I think that definitely even um, I like it. It just helped me so much understand that. Um, I guess understand what flows and what doesn't in music, you know, um, Especially when I'm, it, it, it helped the mixing a lot too. You know, when I'm, uh, when I'm tuning like instrumentals or, you know, adding reverb where, adding, you know, EQ, what, what type of EQ I want, like, I want to learn try to my vocals to a, to a strong. Um, I think, yeah, I think, it, I think it helped a lot. I, w- I would definitely wouldn't be the artist. I would probably would be without that knowledge. Now, do you, would you say like that gives you an advantage in a way? playing an instrument versus a person who doesn't really play an instrument kind of uses, you know, other apps and programs, whatnot. I think, yeah, uh, you say it gives you an advantage, but um, I would also like to say that, you know, there's so many talented artists nowadays um, that, you know, that they, and who put in the, probably the same amount of work, if not more than me, you know, honestly. So uh, it's just about staying interesting every day, trying to, you know, be Master your craft as much as you can and uh, seize every opportunity that you can. No, absolutely. I think that's very important, right? What you said. Like, it doesn't, I see what you're saying. Like, it does give you a leverage because you, your mind opens up to like this whole new world with instruments, right? But then at the same time, it's just like because technology is so advanced now, it's just like if you didn't know how to play it back then, you can still learn. There is like, yeah, you can pick it up way easier. Um, there's so many tutorials too nowadays that it's, you know, Anyone who can put a bunch of it, you can really make something happen. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, do you have anyone else in your family who got into music, or were you the first person who was like, "Hey, let me try this out"? Yeah. So, um, actually, my dad has been in the music industry for a while. Okay. Um, or he, yeah, yeah, he more early, early on in his career. Okay. He, um, he worked, he worked a lot in uh, in California, Southern California, as music. So having, so having like a parental figure who was already in the music industry, would you say that helped you like also like following your path, like having that support, like, cause he understood? Definitely. Yeah. He definitely understands um, how the industry works. 
yeah, understands what it takes to um, make it as an artist. He's worked with uh, many different bands, more in like the more in like the rock and roll genre, um, like and 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 the uh, the analog era of um, of music, you know. So he sort of uh, actually sort of has like the world of um, like the, I guess the foundational side of it, and then moving into digital, uh, he's worked on projects as well, and you know Tommy along the way, and yeah, I think. That's another, that was another vital thing that made me better saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's just like, not only are you like learning lessons with instrument, right? But you're actually seeing it happen in real life. Like how your dad, what he can do, the skills he has, how he makes everything. So I'm sure that kind of like sparked a light in you, right? Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. And it's, uh, you know, just getting, getting knowledge that you wouldn't gain without uh, someone else, like a mentor who's had your experience like that. Yeah. No, I feel, yeah, I definitely think that's really cool, especially having like a family member bonus points because it's like your parents, but still like having someone there you could not really lean on, but just talk about it with, right? Exactly. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Yeah. yeah just really <laughs> grateful for that. No, absolutely. I, I see that. Um, But then let's go back a little bit. You were talking about how you're filmmaking and creating music, right? So tell me more about that on like the film side. Like, do you enjoy creating films as a music videos? Like, what is that exactly? Yeah. So um, I just, I just want to make a film that I, I watch a lot of movies. I kid, you know, spend a lot of time on TV and just, I don't like that passion for film and, um, you know, TV shows, um, movies, and then also, also music videos. You know, I just like, like, making visual stuff. Um, I also, uh, I'm really grateful for this experience I had last year. I got to work with Arizona football, the football team. I was, uh, I was an intern. So I started as an intern in this car, uh, it was 2022. And, um, yeah, I had one of the best things was, you know, shooting out during the season, doing videos like for the, for the Instagram. Right. I was like, I see any, uh, filmmaking, like more, there's content mm-hmm. where you know so that's what i've done for last year and then now over to those films uh and experience and working with eating free production but you know films like long like feature films stuff like that okay. getting into the writing process i well i hope to see a film producer who you know makes makes them oscar-winning movies so that's yeah. So I'm working with right now. That's really cool. And I mean, I know you mentioned that you can't really talk about it, but the fact that you're doing like all these big projects, you worked on big projects with, you know, Arizona, that's already a big step for you. So, I mean, Thank you. oh, you're welcome. I mean, um, one thing I like to do is like celebrate little mi- milestones, you know, for myself. Right. So like when this happened to you before you started working on your project currently, like, how did you feel after, like, accomplishing one thing? What was your next goal after that? The next goal, it's, it's not a lot and on, you know? I mean, it's, it's a great win, but it's sort of like, it's like, you love it, and then you want the next, like, the next, the next level, you know? You want the next, the next thing that'll make you feel like that again, you know, yeah. or better. And, um, yeah, that's, that's the mindset I sort of have. I sort of have to as well. No, I mean, that's good, though, because it's just, like, you enjoyed it. You're happy you did it. You know, like you learned all that through the experience you had, but then now, you know, like you can push it even further, but you don't know what it is yet, but like you want to try it out, right? 
And yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, it's just one of the, the biggest thing I'm grateful for is that it sort of gives you that perspective that you wouldn't really have. You can't really get unless you're hands on with it. Exactly. Or, you know, being at that level. No, absolutely. I agree with that. I feel like experience just plays a big, a big role in whatever you do, even if it's outside of um, the music industry, just because you can learn as all the things, right? We have computer, we have textbooks, but then if you don't actually apply it, what is that really worth? Right? No, exactly. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but like when it comes to both of the things that you're doing, when it's filmmaking and music, how do you think those two connect with each other? I think, I think creating films, sort of, they sort of like, they can give you ideas for your music and vice versa. I've seen that, like that's happened to me so many times doing this, Sort of system out of working on film, music, and even school. Um, being in school, has, I want to say, yeah, I want to say the same effect that film has to my music and music has to my film, where it's like the experience you get from those sort of three main outlets, you can combine them and it comes to fruition because you're making art based off of life. Absolutely. And yeah, I guess that's the thing. Okay. No, I, I actually understand that because just from a musical you know, like perspective, whenever I listen to a song, um, I don't really watch music videos as much as anymore. So like whenever I listen to a song, like you kind of create like, oh, it'd be cool if this happened and that happened. Right. And so I'm sure it could be the opposite. Um, but it would, how would that work for the opposite? Would it be based on emotions, um, on the lyrics? Yeah, uh, it could either be based on lyrics or I would say, you know, the top one, I would say lyrics. Or yeah, I, I can say emotion too. But emotion, like when I think of emotion, I think of the first thing that comes to my head or what I'm feeling in the in the creative process. Yeah. So I really love that. And yeah, that's like I agree with you. Cause um I don't know. Oh man, I forgot her full name. It's like Zara something. And she had the song Symphony. Okay. And so when you hear the song without the music video, you're just like, oh man, this song's like so catchy, it's so happy, blah, blah, blah. You watch the music video and it's just a total flip. Okay. And so I'm just like, it turned out to be a sad music video-ish with a happy, upbeat tempo. So I guess my question is like, could the whole visual change the perspective of a song? Most definitely. Yeah. I think the, the visual can. And um, music videos I've worked on in the past, it, it's usually when they're doing that, where it's like... Um, sort of promiscuous approach to the music video. Yeah. It's, it tends to be an artist sort of trying to show you know, something in, that's happening either in their life or a message that they want to show the world in a very discreet way. Like, whether it's, you know, they, you know, it's like a million reasons, but right. one to be, they don't want to get criticized. They don't want to, like, come out fully say, like, what's on their mind and they don't want to get criticized. Yeah. Or... They're just, you know, they're just an artist and they think that they want to experiment a, a new approach that can get conversations going. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Cause it's just like, I mean, there's other videos like, um, die for you. I don't know if you've seen the video from the weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this is so crazy, but so cool at the same way. Right, right. And so I guess like, that's where like that whole question comes into play too. Cause like before we saw the music video, would you ever think like he was going to take that approach with it or? You know, I personally didn't, but yeah, I mean, you know, exactly. That's exactly, that's where it nails like the concept we're kind of, where we're talking about right now is yeah. that, um, you know, artists are people too. And 
you know, they got to they gotta make music that they can relate with other people. But in reality, not everybody's relatable. So if you, if other way to spread the, the theme, you know, the message of your project, is that's, you know, that's why we all do this in the first place. No, absolutely. And I feel like it's just like opening up your minds helping listeners especially like open up their minds kind of seeing it in different views like that right yeah, exactly exactly right so it's sort of like it's sort of, um, it's sort of like you if you have an experience that no one really no one else has mm-hmm. you gotta give them as much as much help you can to, to feel it yourself exactly no that makes sense and i guess like talking about film though was there ever like a tv show a movie that kind of uh, or soundtrack from a movie that kind of inspired you to go in that direction? I gotta think of this. Um, I will say, uh, I don't think inspired where, where it's like, it caught my attention and then I went into the studio sort of like with it on my mind. Yeah. I think it, it comes to me, like stuff that I watch comes to me spontaneous when I'm already in the studio, when I'm already in the creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why, usually the reason why it does is because it flows. So if that happens to me, I'll usually go with, you know, that I'll usually sometimes freaking take that direction with wherever my project's going. Mm-hmm. Because if it flowed in the moment, it'll flow to the, you know, to the listeners. Right. And um I will say my my next my new my newest album that's gonna come out, um, my next album that's gonna come out, a lot of the a lot of the instrumental behind it in like three or four tracks is inspired heavily on um Mission Impossible Seven, the Dead Reckoning. Oh, that, that soundtrack. I will say that because now that you bring that up, I didn't really think about it, but you made me realize that you know, yeah, that did happen subconsciously, and it just you know went over my my, my mind at the moment. But now that you mentioned that, I yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Let's go teamwork. <laughs> um, I guess Mike, since you were already like inspired from a soundtrack before, what would you say like? Now, this is just saying, like, you get to work on a soundtrack, like a dream, like, what type of movie would that be? Would it be action? Would it be mysterious? Would it be something like Hans Zimmerman? Or what What are you thinking? Action. Sure. I, think, um, yeah. I think right now, I mean, and this could change well, as my career progresses, who knows? But yeah. I think so far, um, what what's most fluid to me is, like, you know, that, that would be hype, like, Type instrumentals, and um, I, I think I just have an actual feel for it. Um, no. So yeah, and I have the most fun doing it too. You know, it's just you know, I'm working on it against the vibe. Uh, so yeah, no. I gotta say, I gotta say, an action for sure. Action for sure. No, I, I, I see what you mean on that. Just because, like personally, um, I, Inception and Gladiator, but there's a song specifically in Gladiator. I forgot the name, but I'm pretty sure like you would know what I'm talking about if you heard it. Yeah, it's just like you're already I feel like listening to those songs, even if they don't have any lyrics, you feel the build up, you remember the scene, you feel the emotions. And I'm just like, damn, I'm ready to go. Like I'm so hyped up from it. So like and is that why you chose like action? Cause it's just like giving that same feeling, building the momentum up type thing like that. Yeah, you hit the spot. That that's that, that's probably the perfect description you give. Really, it's just uh, yeah. you know, with a combination of coming naturally and then understanding that you want to resemble that feeling with you know that, that feeling that that you get of excitement. You want you want you need to pull that from the audience with you. With Definitely, no, I see that, and I mean, going just because we were talking about like your dream um, soundtrack in a way, like what, what that would be like. 
when it comes to music, what would your dream collab be like? Would it be with an artist? Yeah, rapper, singer, um, EDM artist. I think if I could get a, um, if I could co-produce an album with having a creator, that would be one of the, I think that would be one of the focal points of my career. If you got to co-collab with Tyler, the creator, I would be so excited for you. (laughs) Just because like his ideas are also like just out of this world and like working with him where you get to like share that and like just put it out there. I feel like that would just be the biggest blessing in a way. Right. No, definitely. I I agree. I agree. And you know, you can just be one of those guys. You can tell that music. It's uh you know, it may not hit the mainstreams all the time. It obviously has bangers that yeah. major, right? You know, there are there are some like hey, Jeff, that he, it's just they're the way the reason why they're here to Jeff is because the experiences and emotions that he was feeling are uh, you know, not, not really relatable to the audience. And so we get that um, both positive and negative. So we get that sort of experience and sort of work with someone who's been through that type of stuff is it's invaluable. No. I I one hundred percent agree with that. But like being an artist right now, going to school, filmmaking, music. Now, I'm probably just exaggerating or making it sound like it's impossible. But what's like the biggest struggle that you faced in your path right now? Um, I guess the biggest struggle I've faced so far is probably the location aspect. You know, I'm in Arizona right now. Um, I say we in California. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't say it's, too, it's like it's not that major because I have a lot. I have tons of friends and. Um, and very, very good people out here that, that I know who, um, you know, sort of, sort of make it better, but just living, having, you know, being, being the sort of the first place that isn't home, I guess, you know, isn't California is, uh, I think that was one of the biggest struggles that I faced adjusting, you know, it was, uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty big change, I guess, in my life was, you know, adjusting to moving away from family, sort of like, I don't know, I think that was just the the biggest like, struggle, a different feeling. Yeah, you're like out of your comfort zone, and you still have to produce. You know, um, perform every single day. It's. Um, Did you ever find it hard? Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I never found it hard, but I did find it. Um, I just found uh, there to be a lot of adjustments that I make in order to. Yeah. No, I mean, I think. Yeah, that's a good reason because it's just like you're used to having like your loved ones like closer to you, your dad, who's already in the industry, like someone to talk to. So just being apart from him. Yeah. It's a struggle, but then in the same way, it gave you the chance to kind of, you know, like learn these new directions, make new connections. Right. Exactly. No. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's high risk, high reward is what I like to call it. And, you know, what we like to say. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'm just thankful for every opportunity I've had. No, absolutely. That's cute. And so, like, just talk, we were just talking about your family, but like, when it comes to your listeners, what's the message that you want them to take away? Like, why, why should they listen to Vincent Young? Yeah, um, you know, I think I, I want to show that whatever you want to do, you can do it. You know, and you just gotta you gotta find a way. It's not always gonna be easy, but um, I sure it wasn't, but. You know, there is always a way to achieve what you want, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's the message I kind of want. But, you know, that, uh, 
that's for that message comes up in albums. I like to I like to try to inspire. My my main thing is inspiring, but um, yeah, it's inspiring. When I first, if you were to ask me a year ago, I would have just said like something like you know I just make sure listen because the music's fire. But then you know, growing up, um, as you progress as an artist, you realize that you know what's fire to you might not be fire to other people. Yeah, and um, just but the, but the messages, whatever the products that you put in emotion, genuine genuinity, and um, passion is the ones that really stick with stick with people. Who even even who don't even like the song, or it's not really that type of vibe. Yeah, the message will stick with them, and if that you know helps helps people, then that's you know that's that's why us artists do what we do. Yeah, no, I mean I agree with that. I just wanted to add on. It's just like. What I found like so well shocking for me because I was just like, I don't know how you guys do it, but you guys are so like vulnerable in your music. You know, like obviously we're like all sharing experiences, we're talking about it, but like I don't know why in a song it just hits me, it hits me different, you know. And like when these artists and like when you share like your own story, what you've struggled with, your experiences, good and bad, I'm just like, whoa, how are you doing this? Like major problems, but it's just like, in my eyes, I'm just like, you're so brave, you know? Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, it just comes with it, you know? It's like, uh, it's sort of like presenting in, it, it's sort of like, it's sort of like presenting in, in front of a class, you know? Like, if you're in, if you got, like, got a report or a project, that's like kind of like how it feels <laughs> like you don't really want to put yourself out there too much, but you, you ask me, you know? If you want to get the job done, that's like sort of what it takes. And then that mentality, at least for me, sort of, and I get, Probably, like, at least the artists that I spoke to and collab with in the past, they sort of feel the same way because um, it's sort of like if you want the job done, you'll do what it takes. Right. And, um, and it's, you know, it's at the end of the day, you're sharing feelings that many other people are sharing. No, I mean, within themselves. Yeah, I mean, just to add on to that, because I remember hearing it's just like, even if the whole world or like a majority of the people doesn't relate to that experience there's always a few that do right the few that actually understands what you're going through and you never know with those few people who you're going to be connected with as well right yeah and you don't know who you don't know who who who, uh, who those people are exactly you're, you know if you have people with a big platform and they start a conversation like That's... Your, your experience is <laughs> you know it's just getting aired out exactly <laughs> so like no matter how uncomfortable it gets at least that's what i'm taking away from you just push through Right, like not give up because you never know who's really out there supporting you silently, listening to you yeah. silently. And there's all, and it's also, you know, you, you know what you're working for. You know, you're working for uh, take care of your family, um, Grammy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's why, that's why we do it. No. That's why football players play football to win a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. I mean, what about the future? You're just talking about an album that's going to be released. So can we expect an album and maybe a single or what's coming up? Yeah. So uh, we got a single coming up. I got a single coming up next. That's like the next project, like next, next project. Um, and like within, within weeks. Okay. Okay. I, mean, I'll, I'll really, I'll, I never actually announced it. It's probably the first time I announced it. Then, yeah, so <laughs> and then uh, and then the album's coming right after. So this single is going to be on the album, and then the album's going to come out sometime in twenty twenty four, early twenty twenty four. It's called um, "Illustrious As Can Be." Okay. Oh wait, are we expecting the single in twenty twenty four or twenty twenty three? Okay. 
Okay, no problem. And so at least 2024, we'll get an album. We'll get a single. Um, do you have any collaborations in this album? Is it just you or? Well, yeah, I've got some collaborations. Um, but we'll see on the album. I can't name all of them, but uh, I... Okay, let me see. Okay, so we got Yamila Garcia. Uh, the other whole other, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I didn't... Uh, Vori. No, Vori's, Vori's on my songs. Uh, I don't hear of him either. But um, uh-uh. he's collabed with like Meek Mill and stuff. Is when I when I first when I first met him. That was like the first what I knew about him. And he's he's a fantastic vocalist. I mean, he's he's crazy. When the album comes out, you'll hear it. It's okay. It's yeah. Insane. Yeah. He's, he makes you feel like you're floating. He's, he's awesome. And, and you know as well. She's she. Be it too, and um, I think you're going to get a lot of. I think they, those features are oh, the only ones I can really announce that they're on it, mm-hmm. and be like they just have so much versatility to the album that I wouldn't be able to do by myself. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just based on their, their voice types and like their style. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm just grateful that they were able to be a part of the project. Oh well, that's exciting. I mean. It already sounds exciting so far with the people that you're working with, the sounds that we can expect, an action, mission, impossible kind of theme going on in a few songs. But um, what about performances? Are you going to do anything before the release or are we looking forward to a time after the releases? I think um, I, I have a show in, in October, back in October, the, I think the last week of October. And that was the last one until at least 2024. Just because I have like a final coming up. This album, like usually when I release, uh, it's sort of like my uh, hiatus from performing. Got you. Uh, I'm usually in the studio getting ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get ready like right, like right after the release because um, I want those feelings that of, um, of that that past release to transition into the the project I'm doing. I love you know those high high emotions, like high like high quality reactions yeah. and uh, I guess emotions into there before I really take a break and then, you know, throw the rest out for the next project. Okay. That makes sense. So I think, yeah. I think the your question probably 2024 will be the next time I perform. Yeah. Which is fine. But for listeners who do want to stay up to date with music releases, um, the next time you're going to be performing, where's a good place to follow you? Oh, did you mean like? Did you mean like? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I guess. Just I guess just Instagram, Instagram, and then um, my production company, CTY Productions. Also, CTYProductions dot com is you know my website, but I'll announce I'll announce stuff like whenever I have performances coming up, I always announce it. It, You know, I I sell my merchandise there, but it it has like the announcements on the top whenever whenever they're they're starting to come up. Okay, sweet. And I'm guessing like people can just um is it a follow on the site or a subscribe or you just look it up. You okay. just Google it. And then yeah, yeah. Um cool. And then yeah. Okay, sweet. I mean, other than that, um, that's gonna be it for the podcast. But I just wanna say thank you. Yeah, no, thank you very much, Merlin. It was, it was a pleasure. If you like this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe for future episodes. And don't forget you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Culture Chords. Thanks for listening. Till next time. <laughs>